Welcome to IB Talk, the leading podcast for the insurance industry across the UK and Ireland, brought to you by Insurance Business. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of IB Talk, the insurance industry podcast brought to you by Insurance Business. My name is Mia Wallace, Senior News Editor at Insurance Business UK, and today I have the pleasure of welcoming the lovely Philippa Cutler, MD of the long-standing Northampton-based insurance brokerage, Pike, Smith and Cutler. Many thanks for joining me here today, Philippa. Oh, no, you're welcome, Mia. Thank you for having me. No, it's an absolute pleasure to have you here because I've had the opportunity to speak with you before and I know a little bit about your journey into the insurance profession and that's especially interesting because you got started at such a young age and I wonder if you could share that story with our listeners today. Yes, certainly. Well, the insurance brokerage um, was started by my father and his two partners um, way back in 1970. So I kind of grew up with it really. It was a real family concern with the, the three wives of the three original partners all working part-time in the business. And I, as a child, was brought into the office during school holidays. And when my mum came in and sort of did all the um, insurer accounts, I sort of, you know, got to play with the ledgers and have a feel for insurance. So it's been sort of part of my blood, really. Um, and, you know, things like accompanying my father when he used to do Cluvius insurance for fairs and fates locally we'd go around to put the rain gauge in and then go back a few hours later so yeah insurance is just a natural part of my life no that's absolutely wonderful it must have been so enjoyable as a child to have that experience of going around with your parents and doing all these weird and wonderful things yes absolutely absolutely it was it was really good Fantastic. And did you spend your entire career with uh, Pike, Smith and Cutler or did you work anywhere else at some point? No, no. So when I left school, I joined um, Commercial Union um, in the personal lines um, underwriting department um, where I I did some training. And then um, after a couple of years of that, an opportunity came up to join the claims team at Eagle Star in Northampton as it was in those days, which I really enjoyed. So I went and had some claims training as well, which I think was really invaluable to see things from a claims perspective as well as an underwriting perspective. No, it's really wonderful. And and having started so young and and really growing up alongside the profession, I imagine your career has seen a lot of highlights. But what have been some standout milestones on your journey to date? Um, Yes, I mean, obviously the you know, the, the industry has, has changed since then in, in many ways. Um, the standout milestones, I mean, I think obviously um, when the two original partners decided to retire and um, we became a limited company with myself as director with my father was a real sort of highlight for me. Um, keeping going through the years when um, the, the internet arrived and everybody was buying online and you know there was talk in the industry of you know whether brokers would still be here in 10 years time um that was a a very sort of memorable time um my father passed away in 2016 in his 80s um which was yeah a milestone probably you know a very bittersweet one but obviously then you know I've taking the business in, in, you know, a new direction, but making sure that we retain the ethics of how the business was founded, which is really, really important. 
And then this year being named in one of the top, as one of the top 65 elite women in insurance, which was a really, really proud moment for me. And very, very well deserved as well, I must say, Philippa. Thank you. No, it's so true because your passion for insurance really does shine through. So I must ask, what do you still enjoy about serving the insurance profession? I just think it's such a, a dynamic and interesting profession. I think it has a really poor reputation for being boring, dull, you know, um, staid. And I don't, I've never seen it as that. I mean, we get such a variety of clients and we work in a very holistic way. So every client is unique. Every client has slightly different needs. Yes, the basics of the, the covers that they need sometimes can be similar, but no one client is the same. And, you know, I do love to present you know, my clients' business activities to insurers. I love having chats with underwriters and sort of make sure that both insurer and client has a full holistic understanding, which is, I think, really important in the industry, especially nowadays. No, you're absolutely right. And it's interesting that you mentioned that poor reputation because there's so much discussion about how hard it is to attract the right talent to insurance and how hard it is to communicate the offering at the heart of the insurance proposition. But from your perspective, what is something that you think is profoundly misunderstood about insurance by those outside the industry? Well, I think obviously everybody does perceive insurance as to be, you know, as being one of the most, you know, boring things ever, which it isn't because it is actually, you know, so important for any business in particular to have the right insurance and cover in place. Um, I think we're profoundly misunderstood because a lot of people still have the perception that insurance never pays a claim. Insurance is there just to, you know, make money and rip people off. And I think, you know, it's all about changing that perception that insurance is a contract. And, you know, if the contract is correct, it the purpose of insurance is to pay claims. That's what it's there for. And there should not be a problem with that as long as everything is correct. And I think that's what we as brokers have to get across to our clients and also to underwriters. So there's a proper understanding of risk. Um, so, you know, those misunderstandings are a bit more understood by the public and underwriters can see things from the client's point of view. And I think it's our role as brokers to sort of facilitate that and make that happen. No, I absolutely agree with that. And from your perspective, do you think brokers understand their role in educating the wider public about what insurance is and what it does? A good broker certainly should do. Um, you know, it's not about just placing business for, for premium. It's it's about, I'm really, really passionate about going out there and saying to people, look, it shouldn't be 100% price driven. Yes, price is an important factor, but it's far more important to get the right cover for you because at, at the point of a claim, you do not want to be having a conversation with your insurer at that point as to why they're not going to pay the claim because the cover isn't correct. You know, all of that should be discussed, understood and take time you know, to put that in place properly, you know, in, in the first place. And and I, I really believe that everybody should have access to professional advice for their insurance. And sometimes I do feel that as brokers, our professionalism is a little bit overlooked because we do have a really vital role to play. And, you know, people should be able to pick up the phone and say, Philippa, I'm starting a business or I'm upscaling my business. I haven't got a clue what I need. Can you help me? 
and that's what we want to do. There's no doubt that COVID really shone a light on the importance of professional advice and do you see that clients are more willing to have these conversations nowadays? I definitely think so. I mean, I think since the pandemic, we here at Pikesmith and Cutler have definitely seen an influx of clients who have said, look, we've had this policy, but actually we don't really understand it. And obviously, COVID has highlighted where there, there may be gaps in cover, there may be, you know, things that you can't insure, there may be, you know, issues of underinsurance. I, I want now to do this properly. So yes, Certainly in the last 18 months, we've been very busy um, doing a lot of reviews because people want to be sure of, you know, what they're paying for and understand what it is they've actually bought, Um, which, you know, over the years, sadly, as, you know, more and more people have been sort of buying online, people don't always understand what they're buying. And a lot of people just do not read their documents. So it's, you know, it's created a bit of a perfect storm, really. You can really see where the value of advice and support has come into its own. And Pike, Smith & Cutler evidently takes its role in building and rebuilding the reputation of insurance very seriously. And I understood celebrates over 50 years of serving the insurance market. And from your perspective, what do you think it takes to build a business like this that's fit for the long haul? I think you've got to stay true to your values. I mean, when this business was founded in 1970, obviously things were massively different in the industry and things were done in a very different way to they are now. But our core ethics have always remained customer first, which obviously, you know, has been the centre of everything we do. And yes, we've had to move with the times. Yes, we've had to adapt our working practices um, and move with, you know, new new regulatory regimes and things like that. But the actual core of the business has never changed since 1970. And that is, you know, you treat every customer as an individual. You do your utmost to make them understand, you know, what their insurance is, is there to do. And obviously, you know, adapt that too. And yes, you can, you know, change, you know, adapt to more modern working practices, of course. But the, the, the message remains the same. It's all about, you know, the ethics of how you do business. No, you're absolutely right. And and something that I think comes across so clearly is that when you're dealing with clients, you really understand that they've built up their own businesses. They're part of organisations that they feel passionate about. And in supporting them, you're actually supporting wider economies and local communities. That must just be such a rewarding role for you. It is. And I mean, a lot of our clients, you know, they come to us as sort of startups and they stay with us for a long time and we go on their journey with them, which is really rewarding because, you know, we start off by they, you know, have they have a business idea, they start up, but, you know, their business is, they're successful, they grow, they expand and, you know, we're along with them for that journey and it's massively rewarding. And we have, you know, great relationships with our clients who, you know, trust us to sort of do everything for them for their insurance and you know we're part of their team which is which is massively rewarding for us and that's the way we like it and being so well thought of locally must make you and the team very proud as well yes we are i mean you know we had um, we had our birthday our 50th birthday celebrations um, last year which we couldn't really mark because obviously we still had lockdowns and things like that but yeah I mean obviously we're well known locally we're still 100% independent and you know I have I've had a lot of clients come back this year that maybe left us a couple of years ago that have come back and gone 
you know, my broker's consolidated or they've moved on or they've sold. I want to, de- I still want to deal with, you know, a, lo- a local firm that puts their customers first. So, yeah, I'm, I'm massively proud of, of my team and, and you know, the, the reputation we have in the market here in Northamptonshire. Absolutely. It was fantastic to hear you talk about the ethos behind the business and how it's remained since the farmers first founded. And from your perspective, how critical is having the right team in actually being able to build a business like this? Oh, it's absolutely critical. I mean, your team have got to obviously understand the core values of the business and share those um, and all treat customers with the same level, high level of customer care that, you know, I would do as managing director. Um, you know, they, our customers don't get treated any differently. Um, we treat all our customers, you know, with an equal level of care if they're spending £200 with us or, you know, £200,000 with us. And all the team understands that. And we've all worked together for a long time. So, yeah, it's absolutely critical to to have that team support and we're we're all on the same page and, and I think that's what what we you know what makes the difference. Well, it's certainly wonderful to see the work that you and your team do about driving the power of professional advice home. I think you've made real inroads in the market and done a fantastic job on that. So huge kudos to you and your team, Philippa. It's been so lovely hearing about the work that you and them do here today. And thank you so much for taking the time to join me. Oh, that's my pleasure, Mia. Thank you very much. And thank you to everybody for tuning in. And I look forward to welcoming you next time here on IB Talk. Thank you for listening to IB Talk. For the latest episodes, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud, Stitcher and Apple Podcasts.